Hello? Hi. Here, let me just... Oh, whoops. Did that not go to our show? Or does our show switch at the 15-minute mark? Hmm. I've never actually done a show on here before. It was just an open talk before. Uh, That must be a new feature that they have. Hmm. Well, welcome. It's nice to talk with you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. I think our last show was in September, so it's definitely well overdue. (laughs) Alrighty. Open talk. Yeah, I think it'll just segue into our show once it hits that 15-minute mark. So I'll be on the lookout for that. Cool. There we go. Get comfortable. Yeah, my outfit is definitely not appropriate for videos, so I'm very glad that there's a radio option. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely did not. I just kind of woke up and put on comfy clothes and did not do any makeup or anything today, so. (laughs) Yeah, I don't put on pants until I have to go to my shift at the club. That's pretty huge. That's (laughs) smart. It's just so freeing. Like, I feel like as a whole, we should have more of like a nudist culture, but I don't think society is ready for that. Definitely not, but it would be so good. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sweet. I have a studio booked for tomorrow. Perfect. I was waiting on that call. My girlfriend was like, oh, it's either going to be tomorrow or the next week. And I'm like, that's a pretty big gap, girl. Like, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Pre-game thoughts. I'm just going to switch this to comedy. There we go. Perfect. Pre-game thoughts. Cute. Now let's see here. Yeah, I think this should just segue straight into a show. All right, so you wanted to talk about uh, TV, books, and film. Uh, what kind of TV, books, and film? Like like in the BC era, back when we got tapes, or like a Netflix series that you've been really interested in? Um, let's see. I mean, I tend to just watch the same show on Netflix over and over again, which is Parks and Rec. But also, I recently started watching Catfish, which I never watched when it was on. And I started, like, in the beginning, like, the first season. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, but it started in, like, 2009 or something. Mm -hmm. And so I'm watching this show that's, like, from, like, the early days of Facebook. And it's just full of, like, the worst drama in the whole world. It's always really confusing to me that people could get catfished in this day and age. I know Like, her video chat's broken every time you're trying to talk to her, dude. For real. That's literally what it is half the time. It's, like, every time, like, they try to schedule it, and then it's broken, or, like, oh, something happens. Like, like there's a couple of them where it's, like, every time they try to video chat, like, something dramatic happens. Like, oh, my God, my brother got in a car accident or whatever. But, like, every single time, like, a couple times a year. And some of them are just so... Some of them are, like, people are using, like, celebrity photos. And I'm, like, how do you get, how, like, how do you believe that, like, Kelly Clarkson is talking to you on Facebook? Like, <laughs> like Google image search exists now, so maybe, maybe give that a, give that a check. Yeah, I've always it just thought boggles. that was super strange. It's so strange, especially when it's, like, somebody famous or well-known. And they're like, oh, I'm like, pe- like people think that the celebrity's talking to them on like their alternate Facebook account or whatever. It's like that doesn't know. <laughs> celebrities don't do that. Well, have you heard of the rule of threes for OnlyFans yet? No. What is it? So essentially, for every three photos that you take, you're supposed to put a video up. I mean, it's not like a hard and fast rule, but 
I think that that's because of catfishing. I think it's because there's so many accounts out there that are like, oh, I'll do promo for you. And it's really just like some Indian guy or something like behind a keyboard with just this massive uh, Dropbox folder of girls that's like, yeah, like this is the perfect set it and forget it job. So if you post oh videos, God. it's harder to scam people. Oh, that's really smart. I try yeah. to post a lot of videos anyway, but like that's a really smart thing. I forget about those catfish accounts. And have you seen like some of the Reddit verifications? It's like hold a fork and like draw a picture of a fish. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. But now I'm thinking, God damn, these hackers are getting smart. Like you just have to have a you have to have a specific type of fork in your hand doing like the peace sign with your other hand. I'm like, they are getting really creative to stop these guys. Oh my God. Yeah. I've like, every time I try to go get verified on Reddit's like it half the time I just give up because it's so complicated and I get denied half the time anyway. Like I've gotten verified on a few subreddits, but most of them want such specific things that it's like, I have to take completely like different photos for every single subreddit like i can't just like take them all at once because i have to like go find objects or whatever yeah well i had my significant other read the instructions because i don't i don't even know what the problem was but for three solid weeks i could not figure out the simplest instructions for a verification like it was like hold a fork do this do that and i was like i don't understand and it was like <laughs> you have to have a certain amount of karma i'm like how do i figure out my karma in this group and they're like is she is she a bot like there's no way that a person <laughs> is not understanding these instructions and finally i just handed the phone to him and i was like what does it want from me and he's like you've got to be fucking kidding me this is what has had you stumped for the last like three weeks and i'm like what do they want and he's like stand still and hold this fork and i was like okay well, that's embarrassing. I hope those people don't think that I have, like, some sort of mental problem or something. I'm like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> they think they're being really specific and, like, helpful. But my ADHD brain was like, what do they want? <laughs> God, I feel that so hard. There's but, so like, many now I'm on things. there and I never use it. So I'm, like, kind of, like, a little embarrassed that it was so hard to get in. And now I'm like, I don't need Reddit. Like, I'm not posting <laughs> on there. I did the same thing. I got verified on, like, eight subreddits, and then I posted for, like, two days, and then I haven't posted in, like, six months on there. Well, it's so much more fun to just post on OnlyFans. Like, I'll get to the club, and I've got this new mantra that I've been trying to, like, kind of ease the other girls into, where it's like, the club is slow, because... For whatever reason, these smaller clubs never do advertising. They're like, people will just wander in. And I'm like, do you think that that's how Vegas strip clubs stay in business? People just wandering in? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure to a certain degree, but like you got to have a little bit of get up and go in an industry that's like based on sort of sketchy entertainment. Like you can't just be like, <laughs> yep, word of mouth. That's what's going to bring people in. I'm like, I don't think that's the type of people you want advertising for your business, but what do I know? <laughs> also, I feel like people don't like talk to each other about what strip clubs they go to. Um, definitely not well-adjusted people. I could, I can tell you that. <laughs> no, um, a lot of my clients are really cool dudes, but yeah, they're not sitting at the break room like, hey, guess where I'm going tonight? It's kind of like a yeah. naughty little secret. Or they're ashamed of it, which is so weird to me because, like, human beings need affection. So I'm like, yeah, you're going to a strip club instead of, like, going home to your girlfriend that, like, breaks plates and, like, starts fights, which I think is a much healthier alternative. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm always bringing Wild West analogies to it. I'm like, you know, like, brothels built the West, and they're like, I'm sorry? I'm like, oh, right, right. You just wanted the lap dance, <laughs> not the history special. Whoops, my bad. <laughs> oh, I'm so bad about that. I, uh, People will ask me stuff on OnlyFans, and I'll just, like, go into a full, like, history of like sex work and feminism and they're like no i i just wanted pussy pics i don't care about history yeah well that's why i made a twitch video because i had so many people like 
unfortunately the you know inquisitive uh inquisitive ivans or whatever will ruin the experience for the guy that's just like coming in there for fun stuff so i just assumed that like everybody that comes on there is looking for like something informational and i'm like oh yeah let me just and it's like most of the time the guy's just like oh what's the difference between a stripper and a hooker and i'm like well let me tell you and then it's like a 30 minute to four hour conversation where they just were trying to find some sort of like edge in to talk to me. And I'm like, no, just send me like a meme or a picture of a cat, dude. You're doing too much. <laughs> like oh I gosh, will literally so... talk about anything. So there's so many who like try, like they don't want to say directly like, Hey, I want to like, talk to you about this specific thing or like do you want to sex or whatever and so they'll like try to like make it a little conversation they'll be like what are how are you how's your day been and then just like I and then I'll be like oh yeah my day was good or whatever and I I won't know that they want to sex because they won't tell me and so then I'll just keep the conversation like chill and like safe for work and then I can tell like sometimes they'll try to like start edging in like sexy stuff like oh I want to like talk about this but they don't tell me, so I just start talking about random shit in my day. And then it's, like, 20 minutes later, and they're, like, still, like, have not gotten into the sexting part of this interaction at all. And like I'm just talking just, about, like, going to the store. I just want their interaction to be as simple as possible. And at this point, I'm going to start making a secret menu. If you come into my OnlyFans and you want to talk <laughs> about real shit and you're, like, genuinely curious, put a little red heart at the end of it. And if you are on there and you're just trying to figure out, like, oh, how do I get this girl to give me hot pictures? Just send me a little blue heart and then I'll know. And then you don't have to be embarrassed and you don't have to have this big, long conversation about cats that you don't want to have. It's totally fine. (laughs) Like, it's really just a switch we've got to flip, but we don't know what side of the tracks you're trying to get on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, Mm hmm. That's honestly, I should do that. Because they cannot figure out sometimes how to, like, make that transition. And um, for the sake of the show, I would recommend that if you're going to call in, uh, make sure to follow either one or both of us so that if we don't have the answer to your question now, we can follow up with you guys later. Yes. Smart. Good evening, ladies. Hope you're both well. Uh... Well, it's evening for me, should I say, because I'm not sure whereabouts in the States you're coming from, but I'm in the United Kingdom in Yorkshire, North England, and it's currently 20 past midnight, and I was just scanning through Stereo Streets, and I came across 3am thoughts, and I thought, hmm, wonder what's going on in here then. So... I'm sticking around, ladies, and I'm seeing what you've what you're talking about. Lovely to meet you both, by the way. So, oh, for those of you just you. joining us, um, my guest host is the lovely Miss Ellie Ray, and we are discussing both shop talk and kind of just regular life for us. Because I think a lot of people, you know, we were just talking about like the two sides of the coin where some people come to us for information and some people come to us for, you know, pussy pics. And I think that it's important to service both sides of that. But at the same time, you guys kind of get intermixed in our inbox. So unfortunately, some of you guys get the experience meant for another and vice versa, just because we're not sure where you're trying to come from. So... Hopefully this is as informative and helpful as possible. <laughs> well, it was nice to meet you. I don't know what your name was, but thanks for listening. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, like, uh, Ellie, you're in the States, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that people kind of forget that there's this whole international audience, like, it's brought us such wonders as the Elise Kennedy show, which I don't know if you're following her yet, but she is an absolute delight. Oh, she's we, great. We, yeah, we definitely love our friends up in the UK and elsewhere. Um, I haven't yet got any uh, any followers from the Slavic nations, or as far as I'm as far as I'm aware, but I am 
slowly growing in popularity in Europe from what I can understand from the statistics on my links page. So that is kind of fun. That's cool. I Yeah, I forget quite often that, I mean, obviously there's more to the world than the United States, but I forget that a lot when I'm talking to people. And it's I love good it. to remember. It's great. I love it. I get to hear about like totally different cultures but sometimes I'll forget and then I'll I'll like talk about something that's specific United States and they'll be like uh what are you talking about (laughs) but it's really cool to to meet people from all around and get to hear different experiences have you noticed that you've gotten any particular group of people that tend to just like gravitate towards you I haven't not like geographically no um, I know I have had a few people who talk I talk to regularly who are um from the UK, I think. So I've noticed a few people from there, but not not any more specifically than that. I find that I end up meeting the most Australian women. <laughs> really? Yeah, I nannied for an Australian woman when I was in high school and now I feel like that's just kind of pre-gamed me to meet so many Australian women. There's this, um, there's this wonderful lady uh, named Susie Malone, and she is a burlesque magician. But Ooh. I met her, I met her as a dancer, and she is just a delight. But Instagram is mega sensitive to the industry, so now I'm not allowed to have an Instagram anymore. Despite being the most safer work stripper on the planet, I'm convinced. <laughs> uh, so I would love to reach out and connect with her. But if anybody is interested in checking out a burlesque magician, definitely tell her that Riley says what's up. <laughs> yeah, Insta- I somehow have not gotten my Instagram deleted, but I also barely use it. I'll, I'll I'll get really into it for like a month and then I'll get a bunch, a bunch of photos deleted and then I just won't use it for like six months. Yeah, and I don't know why so many social media sites are just like adamantly opposed to having an adult version of the site because like the ultimate goal is to keep children away from things that they oughtn't be looking at. So why would you put up any kind of barriers to that? Like... Just have people that have an adult site verify that they're an adult. That'd be pretty easy, you know. So a 13-year-old wouldn't be able to, like, get one of those accounts because they wouldn't have the identification to support it. And then there you go. Like, let the adults play on the internet. Because, I mean, it's bad for kids anyway. It definitely is not good for their self-esteem and all of that. Yeah, it's it's very weird, especially, like, because there are sites like Twitter where it's still pretty open and they obviously are doing just fine. So I don't understand why like every other site is so against it because like clearly you can do it and still be fine. And to my knowledge, I haven't run across like I haven't run across a minor on Twitter yet. I feel like they do a pretty good uh, pretty good job of using that algorithm to keep the mature content away. I mean, We've all been teenagers going where we shouldn't be. So, you know, there's going to be a few that get through the cracks. But whatever keeps the most amount of people out of the adult sphere that don't belong there, I think that that's, that's a positive in my book. Mm-hmm. I've definitely come across a few, but very, very rarely. It doesn't happen often. And I, I think most of the time when I have, it's been like... um. Like, they've recently started suggesting, like, viral tweets to me on my Twitter. And so very oh, occasionally yeah. it'll be, like, somebody who's a minor, but that's well, less that's to do with, thing, like... Well, that's too. Like, you shouldn't really expose children to, like, viral fame because that comes with a lot of negatives. Like, you know, I think people are getting a little bit less docs happy, but I would like to remind people that doxing is a federal crime. So it's, like, you're really playing with fire and... Especially if you're a child, like, I don't think you're going to understand the complexities of, like, you know, like, you could go to jail or, you know, whatever they end up charging people with that for. But, like, that's a lot to deal with as a kid when you just wanted to make a funny tweet. Mm-hmm. My, it's horrible. Like, 
the stuff that I see that happens to adults on the internet is awful. And so imagining all that stuff happening to kids is even worse. Like, I I remember, like, maybe five, ten years ago, like, when YouTube was really, really popular, and there was a bunch of high schoolers on YouTube that would get, like, canceled, and then people would make videos, like, about how they were horrible people and, like, just, like, totally bullying, like, these people on YouTube, and some of them happened to be kids, and it was so awful. Um Yeah. I, I didn't keep up on it a whole lot, so I don't know anything, like, specific oh my if gosh. anyone turned out cool, but I remember it was really bad. Squirrel, that's the light from my phone. It's not a monster hair kitty. Uh, <laughs> you'd think they'd figure it out by now that the studio has random lights that just pop up, and they're like, this is definitely a bug. <laughs> All right, let's get to a couple of our callers. Oh, it's uh, Drop Dead Pete. That's the, the guy that you were looking for, Ellie. Oh, yeah. And the reason that it's linked, ladies, I'm sorry to... Oh, whoops. Oh, no. Okay, I did those uh, in the wrong order. My bad. So we're going to... Oh, can we replay it? Oh, no. Oh, wow. Is it that gone was... forever? It's gone forever. Well, hopefully... Oh. Uh, Hopefully, when we play the rest of them in order, you can uh, remember your thought. I apologize for that. All right. I think cultural differences obviously, obviously play a large part. Um, just as a rough example, what's taboo or politically incorrect in America is perfectly acceptable in England and vice versa. Um I think Americans and Eng- and English people for a long time had this mentality of Puritans in public and perverts in private, you know? Oh, I like, like that. <laughs> they had these darker lives and darker lifestyles and they kept it hidden and under wraps. I think England did the same and it's only over the last sort of 20 to 30 years maybe that so much shit that would just be unheard of 50 years ago that is aired on TV nowadays. All right, I'm going to make very certain that I click the right timestamp this time. I'm, like, hyper-aware now. <laughs> I think because of how quickly the world has accelerated in terms of industry, technology, transport, connectivity... You know, just all kinds of things in relation to the grand scheme of all time. Like the last 120 years have gone into overdrive. And I think it's no longer a case of human beings chasing the next best thing. It's a case of human beings trying to keep up with themselves. And there's still a lot of stigmas around things that there shouldn't be really given that everything that goes on and what is deemed as acceptable nowadays i think a lot of things are, are looked down upon when really no one's got any right to look down upon anyone i believe everyone should have the freedom to do whatever the fuck they want and if that means <laughs> sending pussy pics on only fans then fucking go for it you know <laughs> <laughs> And I was definitely sending way more risque shit when I was just a secretary. Like, at the time, let's see here. At the time, I had this military boyfriend, and he would just send me the filthiest messages. Like, oh, what's under your desk? And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is so naughty. And now I'm a stripper. (laughs) And I've, like, it's never even crossed my mind to send somebody a message like that. Because I'm like, what if they're, like you know, at a family dinner or something like that. Like, I would never send that. Like, I need a safe word for when you're, like, when your hours of being, like, naughty are appropriate. Because people just <laughs> people just open Snapchats. I've had a couple of responses from, like, naughty Snapchats I've sent in the past where they're like, oh, my God, I was with my family and your tits were out. And I'm like, well, you read the name. Like, why would you assume that that would be, like... And he's like, well, sometimes it's a picture of a cat. And I'm like, yeah, and sometimes it's my cat. I don't know how, <laughs> how else to warn you. 
Oh my gosh. I actually had the opposite where I I'd never like sexed or anything before starting sex work. Like I did not do that with anybody. But then I did the thing on Snapchat where I will like open Snapchats in public, like not thinking about it. And I did that once when I was waiting for a bus and there was so many people all around me and it was a dick pic and I just opened it without thinking. And then I like I probably looked so weird to other people. I, like, opened it, and then I quickly, I just, like, like locked my phone and, like, shoved it in my pocket, like, super fast. I was, like, so embarrassed. So there were so many people all around me, not oh, even see, thinking. See, I would, I don't think I've ever been the type of person that would be, like, embarrassed of that stuff, but I definitely have gone from almost one extreme to the other. Like, when I was single, pre-sex work, I had a harem. And my male roommate at the time was like, you can't call it a harem if it's a bunch of guys. You have to call it something <laughs> masculine like a bullpen. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not calling it that. Um, bullpen. Because what they didn't know is I also had an equal number of women that I was seeing, but I didn't really want to like stunt on my male friends because that like used to really piss them off. Like I just have to be like, oh, this is my friend Stephanie and like not allude to the fact that Stephanie and I were definitely hooking up. I'm like, you got to <laughs> pretend to be straight as fuck at my apartment. And she's like, that seems kind of weird. Like, isn't it your apartment? I'm like, just go with it. Like, <laughs> I can't do that to these guys. Like, they're doing their best and their girlfriends are super bitchy. So, like, if I just show up with this dime piece and I'm like, oh, yeah, what are you guys up to tonight? Oh, same old shit. Well, ta-ta. Like, nobody likes that. So, um, I've definitely been the most closeted I've ever been when I was like probably 21 because I was like oh god I can't like just stunt on all my friends like they'll move out and I don't want to pay for all this rent <laughs> yeah rent is expensive <laughs> oh man there has never been more of an allure to being in a polyamorous relationship than when the rent is just sky high Oh my god, for real. And, like, I used to live, like, downtown Seattle, and the rent is insane there. I'm surprised people haven't just, like, figured out an OnlyFans house. I Like, do you remember, oh god, was it, it seems like so long ago, but it was really probably just, like, maybe a year ago, where, um, do you remember the girl that sold uh, b-hole pics for Australian wildfires? Do you remember that girl? No. Okay, so last January, um, before in the before time, uh, before the great pandemic, <laughs> there was uh, there was a sex convention in January, like any other January, and we all convened into Las Vegas, and it was just a lovely thing, and we would all go to clubs and hang out and exchange information for later uh, for later collaborations and stuff. And in the midst of all this, Australia was on fire. And was this AVN? Yes. And one brave woman decided, you know what? I'm selling pictures of my beehole to save Australia. And I've never been more happy with philanthropy. What year was this? Oh, God, I want to say 2019. Because maybe, I was definitely maybe 2020? You were? Okay, I was. Where, that was the where, only year I've been, but I don't remember this. Was that the year of uh, Blacked or Riley Reed? Oh, gosh. I do not know. It was the year The year that I went was the year that Cardi B played oh, okay, for the so, like, MFC concert. Okay, and I think that... Oh, shit. Now I'm getting them confused because one year it was Cardi B <laughs> and one year it was Doja Cat. And I was equally stoked for both because I have a lot of their music in my strip club set. So I was like, oh, this is actually <laughs> crazy. Um, hmm. Yeah, I just remember I was at the Chatterbait booth and I was across from Riley Reed every single year. To the point where I would just, like, throw jelly bands across, and I'd be like, hey, Riley, and she'd be like, hey, Riley. <laughs> That's super funny. Yeah, that was she... the only year I went, but, yeah, I don't remember anything about. Oh, that I doesn't love mean it that didn't convention. happen when I was there, but oh, it was great. It's... I was so sad that because that, I couldn't go 2020 because that was when I was a senior in college, mm -hmm. and then the year after it was canceled, this year it was canceled, and I was so sad. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, that really sucks. I love being at the AVNs because it's like an extrovert amongst introverts. So I'm just, I'm having the time of my life. I'm just running up to people and I'm being like, hi, I'm Riley. What's your name? And they're like, what is wrong with this girl? But I love it. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. I'm definitely an introvert, but I had a great time. I met so many good people. And I was in, I was in like a, a two bed, a two bed room with like five people and it was insane, but it was honestly so great. Wait, so you said you were at the MFC booth? No, I, well, I had an MFC ticket, but I didn't, I don't think I did any booths because it was my first convention. Oh, I so love I just, the like, booths. I think I'm yeah, going to so try I just and didn't do... do any. Do you think OnlyFans will be at the convention? Like, I'm surprised they weren't before because doesn't, uh, I'm pretty sure MyFreeCams, the guy that owns MyFreeCams owns OnlyFans, which kind of explains all of the technical problems. That guy is, <laughs> that guy is the worst at site maintenance, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they do own it. Yeah, I do really enjoy uh, the voice chat function on OnlyFans, though. I have a. I have a client that's really into hiccuping and it's like always a mad dash to like get those recorded. But if I can just click like the mic on it, it's way easier for like audio based fetishes. I'm like, oh, thank God I don't have to like set up my camera and run around and like quickly put on this outfit. I can just like record my hiccups and be like, oh, here you go. Like, here's that thing you've been waiting for months for. Because I almost never get the hiccups. So it's like this really rare treat. And he's like, don't ever fake them. And I'm like, no problem. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even know how to fake that either. Supposedly I d- there's I didn't an know- art to it. I didn't know hiccups were a thing, though. I knew about, like, burping. But I didn't know hiccups were a thing. That's good to know. Coughing, too. Uh, my one girlfriend, she anytime she gets, like, bronchitis, she's like, just a gold mine and I'm like that's so crazy like I would have never yeah I would have never thought but she said that uh one of her clients uh he had like um like the love of his life had like a deep persistent cough and now it's like more of a way to be close to her and less of like a sex thing but I just think that's so sweet and wholesome like oh that is yeah I want to get more trampoline clients, though. Like, if anyone out there is into little pale girls stepping all over them, like, I am your lady. (laughs) I have, like, a little baggie of, like, mini bad dragon dildos I've been saving for, like, probably two years at this point, meaning to make a trampoline video with them. I'm just never getting around to it. Oh, I've just been deciding what of... um, I want to mail those to my old roommates. Like, if they're like, hey, I just got a job <laughs> promotion, and I'll be like, oh, my God, I'm sending you something. And then I send them just a just a wee dick in the mail. <laughs> I would be like, to remember me by. <laughs> be a great little surprise. <laughs> oh, they are. Uh, one of them's really mad at me right now. The last time I messaged him, he made some illusion like, oh, I've never wanted to fuck you. And I'm like, sure, dude. Like, I don't know why we have to have this conversation every couple of years if you don't want to fuck me. Like, (laughs) and he's like, you look like a boy. And I'm like, a boy, you want to fuck. And then he was trapped essentially because he can't say yes because then he's like, now I'm gay. But he can't say no because then he doesn't want to have sex with a girl, which means he's gay. So verbal checkmate. (laughs) And he is so pissed. He has not messaged me since. And I'm like, well... I mean, it is nice to end on a win, but I hope that he just gets <laughs> over it and is an adult because it's like, dude, I don't care. Like, I have an online sex empire, but it is kind of weird that you need to lie to me every couple months. Like, just just tell me you, like, wank off to me. Like, it's not going to bother me, but you doing <laughs> this weird, elaborate lie is so transparent and weird that I don't I don't know how to address it. It's super strange to me. Mm. overcompensating a little bit maybe a little bit (laughs) so my fiance and myself we used to take part in an online broadcasting thing i'm not going to say the name because i imagine there'll be copyright issues around it if i do but basically me and my partner have been practicing tantric sex 
oh, for nice. the past, I'd say, six to eight months. And we took part in an online broadcasting thing whereby we would do sexual stuff on camera at the request of people watching in exchange for money. So we were pleasuring each other and pleasuring ourselves and people were paying to watch that. Now, I've had so many negative reactions to that. And, you know, people are entitled to their opinion. What I don't like is when people try and force their opinion on you. Yeah. Oh, like live streaming. Yeah. Yeah, nobody likes an asshole where they volunteer their opinion on something that you didn't ask them about. Yeah, no thanks. But yeah, and live streaming is fun. I used to do that a lot more. Honestly, I haven't had really any negative uh, feedback with sex work. The worst thing I get is like middle-aged men being like, what are you going to do after this? And I'm like, well, what do you do right now? And they're like, oh, like I work in like, I don't know. And it's usually like a middling job. And I'm like, well, I had that job four years ago, so I think I'll do all right. Like if you're thriving right now, then I think I'll be okay. And they're like <laughs> all pissed because they want to feel superior. Like I think a pretty large portion of people that like talk shit on sex work are pissed off because they don't have the funding for sex work. Or they're mad that somebody else is succeeding in a job that they enjoy. Or they want to feel superior to someone. They're like, oh, you're just some lowly trollop. And I'm like, imagine going through life with that much negativity and not understanding that that's where that's why you are where you're at. Like the whole I've never met somebody that was live and let live that had like a shit life yeah that's so true i do not understand how people like just live without much negativity and like it takes so much energy to be mad at people and to like hate people or to judge people it takes so much energy i don't know how people do it i get tired after like a day (laughs) well and you'd be surprised how many alcoholics have a problem with sex work and i'm like listen like until you start, like, caring about yourself, I don't really see how you could care about, like, um, I know I'm going to catch some shit for this, but Jordan Peterson talks a lot about, like, you know, you have to clean your room. Like, you have to start with your own life before you can kind of, like, weigh in on other people's. And if things aren't going well for you, you're not really in a position to help others. Like, I think that's been brought up before. Like, you can't pour from an empty glass. So you have to start at home and fix those problems and then like yeah if you're like a motivational coach and you're like hey you know my life's going awesome and I'm just out here trying to help other people but rarely is it that person that comes up because if somebody's life is going well they look at me and they're like oh yeah like you seem to have you know you seem fairly articulate and like you've got your stuff together and I'm like yeah cool like would you like a lap dance and they're like yeah sure that'd be great but if somebody's miserable, that's never how it goes. They're like, oh, like, your life must be shit. You must have, like, a terrible relationship with your family. Like, you must be miserable here. And I'm like, sir, the only one scowling at this bar is you. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. And it's like every single person has their own shit that's Mine like... Mine and my partner's safe word is alligator blood. <laughs> <laughs> if one of us says alligator blood, that either means stop, which that never happens, or let's go. (laughs) That's so funny. I've never thought of a safe word for just a regular conversation. That would be so smart. I have one for phone calls. That's so smart. I can't believe I've never thought about doing that. I have this one aunt that just is so long-winded and she's always so negative about everything and she'll be like, oh, Riley, like, when are you going to get a regular job? When are you going (laughs) to visit? And I'm like, hey, do you know what time it is? And she'll say the time and then I'll just loudly repeat the time and hang up on her. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) And then when she tries to message me, I'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just remember I'm, I'm so very late for this business meeting. She's so so very late and it never i don't think it's ever occurred to her that i don't have business meetings 
<laughs> that is really smart. I'm going to start doing that. I think in her mind, I never stopped being a secretary or a personal assistant. So she's just like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Maybe she just doesn't doesn't want to know. I guess. I mean, oh, yeah, I suppose I could have a business meeting with, like, a client. Mm-hmm. I am... That's really smart, though. I am desperately trying to figure out a way to meet up with... I have a... I have a trampling client, but my security is, like, super irritatingly complicated to get a hold of. I'm like, hey, are you free at 5.30 on a Tuesday? And he's like, you know mm-hmm. I'm not. And I'm like, listen, Jerry, when you took this job, you knew that there were going to be struggles. So I'm going to need you (laughs) to come to this fancy Airbnb and make sure that this person doesn't try and like, you know, internationally kidnap me or something. I mean, (laughs) and do I think that this guy is going to be like a problem? No, like he seems like a really sweet guy that just likes to get his rocks off by being stepped on. But at the same time, like, If you make an exception for one person, then it's like, of Mm -hmm. course, that's going to be the person that, like, abuses the system. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the same reason why I don't give out my phone number, because I had one person, well, like, three or four people that just (laughs) abused the system. And I was like, nope, no more 4 a.m. drunk calls from people trying to, like, solicit me. Like, you guys have to go through the regular channels that I can mute. (laughs) And then you can contact me during business hours, dude, because it's like, no, I'm not coming to your hotel room. Like, dude, like, it's like they take such a nice evening and then they're like, hey, would you like to end this on a crime? And I'm like, come on, man. Like, you you know the deal. Like, if I was an escort, sure. But like, I'm not an escort. And if I have to explain that to somebody one more time, I'm convinced I'm going to explode into dick-shaped confetti. (laughs) <laughs> the the net non-present bleh, words when men have zero logic whatsoever it just never fails like you think I couldn't be surprised anymore but I really can turns out the and amount of times that they just don't think through what they're asking or saying yeah well, I've actually, I've got a, a merch line that I'm trying to launch right now. I'm working with, I'm working with a couple of clothing suppliers. I want to make, so I don't know how regionally strip clubs work because I know that a lot of the West Coast lines of clubs, it's a uh, full nude, but I only dance at topless clubs so that I can have, you know, the uh, the security of some panties covering my lady bits. I, it's just a, <laughs> like a personal thing. But it also means that I can accessorize all of my panties. So I'm trying to make a line of panties that have embroidered at the top, no soliciting, because I think that I'm hilarious. <laughs> so that would like, be great. The first thing that their eyes encounter in the lap dance is just a big white lettered informational tab that says no soliciting and you know like imagine trying to talk to a cop and be like oh yeah she's she's a hooker and be like really because her panties say no soliciting and your mouth says please solicit me <laughs> i think it's i love it when you launch those because i would love to get one yes i and it's like um the out, the outer uh, portion of the pant, it's a thong too, because I am not a big fan of really any other clothing. Um, but it's got a white seam on the outside. And then it's like um, kind of like a pastel. I think there's green, there's a teal, there's like uh, kind of like a peachy orange, and then like an athletic red almost. So if you had, uh, I'm also going out with a line of uh, bikinis that are, like, OnlyFans related. But I'm hoping that they'll pair well together and then it'll be, like, a whole lineup for, like, sex workers. Because, let's be honest, the site's clothing are so lame. Like, where are they finding these designers? They're so boring. 
And I mean, I get it. They're not putting up like the saucy stuff because OnlyFans is de- <laughs> definitely not run 60% majority based from sex workers. But <laughs> like, give us some cute bikinis. Like, if there's anything that I'm going to bring up, if I ever get to talk to an exec, it's like, we need hotter bikinis. Mm-hmm. Regular women uh, wear bikinis. Yeah. Maybe you know, a totally safe for work chef on OnlyFans wants a bikini. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm not asking for pasties. Just give me a saucy <laughs> bikini. I mean, I would really like to figure out how to make a QR code. Um, you know how they used to, uh, like, in the 90s, you would, like, put, like, a Playboy bunny on you and then you would tan? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to figure out how to do that with a QR code that goes directly to my OnlyFans and just have that just tanned in on, like, my, oh my hip. Oh, my gosh. I think that'd that would be, be so incredible. awesome. That would be so uh, cool. Like, or maybe a stencil. Because, like, I don't know if necessarily people would want, like, something on them permanently. But maybe, like, a henna tattoo of, like, a QR code would be pretty sick. Oh, that would be really cool. Yeah, I'm doing it. Maybe not, but I'm doing a lot of festival promotion this summer. And I'm like, what is like an interesting but fun way to market that would also be really cute? Yeah, I think so. And if you didn't want to do henna, you could do those like, um, those like freckle pens. Mm. Since that's like, they make, um, yeah, yeah, they they make little. They make, um, like, skin markers. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've had some that are, like, gel pens that you can draw on your skin with. And those wash off after, like, a few days at so most. If, so if I could make, like a, like, a cutout stencil of my QR code, like, the negative of the QR code, and then just mm-hmm. quickly, like, draw over that with a, with a, <laughs> with, like, a freckle pen. And then, like, you know, occasionally, like, I'll have girlfriends that I collaborate with. And you just put one QR code on one side and one QR code on the other side. And you could just cross-promote each other from across, like, a huge park. Like, I think that that would be – that's an idea that I'm definitely running through the mill right now. That would be really cute, yeah. So, oh, gosh, where was I going with all that craziness? (laughs) <laughs> I just completely lost my train of thought because now I'm just thinking about freckle QR codes and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Be a conversation starter, that's for sure. Oh my goodness. Well, it's so difficult to find like cute tops and stuff like that. Oh yeah, strip clubs. <laughs> strip clubs is where I was at. <laughs> Let's get Everything to this last. To strip clubs. Everything does. Let's get back to this last. Uh, listen, ladies, I'm sorry to cut it short. Um, I would love to stay and hang around, but it is 25 to 1 in the morning. And I'm getting pretty tired. And I'm pretty high as well, to be fair. <laughs> this is like my fifth joint of the night. <laughs> so, fifth? Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, it's been it's been cool hanging around. It's been cool listening to you. I find you both very captivating and very insightful. Um, which is an advocate in itself for for you for for the two of you and what you do. Like it goes to show that you know you don't judge a book by its cover. There's plenty of females out there that are successful, intelligent, smart, you know, quick-witted, beautiful, and can you know make money out of being sexy, and that's cool as fuck. And I fucking love you both for it. So have a great night. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Much love to you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Damn, fifth giant. I need to catch up. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would by by the third one, I would be incoherent. Ugh, same. I've honestly like the last time I did a dab, which I don't know, that's gotta be at least close to five joints. I'm not exactly sure what the conversion rate on marijuana is, but <laughs> I, I, I had this one guy that like insisted, you know, you know, that dealer that's like, no, you got to smoke with me. And I'm like, I mean, I'll hang out, but like, I don't like want to smoke. Like, I just kind of want to like, you know, get my eighth 
and then like I'll hang out and I'll chat with you but like I don't want to smoke and chat like this is kind of like you know more of like a calming thing for me and less of like a social thing like Mm -hmm. and a lot of people think like oh she's a stripper like she must do like all kinds of shit and it's like no I kind of mostly microdose so I don't like piss off the staff with my incessant rambling like this is this is mostly so I don't try and like optimize the workflow at the strip club and irritate my boss (laughs) I'm like you know this could be 20% more efficient they're like ah Christ Riley's here again (laughs) so I would do the same thing when I worked at a coffee shop I would just try to like change everything so it'd be better and they they never appreciate it either. And it's like, never. I was always taught, like, you don't come to the boss with problems. You come to them with solutions. But they hate that too, I guess. Like, by and large, they do not like it. No, they just want to be the boss and be the one to come up with solutions themselves, I guess. Like, I'm ki- I feel kind of embarrassed. I made, uh, you know, work was slow, so I made... We have this group chat thing, and I don't know if other strip clubs have it, but I really enjoy it because, you know, occasionally they'll hire, like, you know, a seedy character. Like, that stereotype is true. They'll hire somebody that's, like, just crazy, right? And you don't want her to have access to, like, everybody's personal information. Like, that's definitely a breach of confidentiality. So you just add them to a group chat. And, like, while you're employed there, you can converse with everybody that you need to, but when you don't work there, like... Unless somebody has gone out of their way to give you their contact information, you don't have it, which I've always been a big fan of, you know, at least at the very least trying their best to keep everything confidential. So they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to make basically zero effort to put these girls in this group chat. And then we're going to bitch that, like, nobody's in the group chat. And I'm like, I mean, I could ask them. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, just be our secretary, I guess, like eye roll and I'm like um yeah like a solution to this problem would be way better than just constantly complaining about it but like you know you do you so I made a promo thing of the QR codes to get into the group chat and it started to become kind of commonplace for girls to come up to me like I was like the house mom or like the dance manager or whatever And I could tell that that was kind of, like, irritating them because, like, I am by no means an authority. I just have my shit together. But that doesn't mean (laughs) that I, like, that doesn't mean that I'm, like, part of the staff. It just means that I'm, like, helpful to a fault. So (laughs) I'm, like, you know what? I'm going to put up this thing. It's going to look like they made it. You know, there's not very many girls, like, here today. So if we just put it up, they'll just assume that the staff put it up. Like, hopefully, they'll just assume the Mm -hmm. staff put it up and that I was like, I didn't put my watermark on it like I usually do when I make stuff like that. Like, hey, just so you're aware, I made this. Like, I did that. If you, Mm -hmm. you know, because I also do graphic design. So it's like, hey, if you guys like want, I can make these things. So I put this up without my watermark. And then they just, I was like, hey, you know, I made this thing. I'll just send this right to you and then you can print it off and you can put it up there and like, as far as anybody's concerned, like, you can be the big hero that, like, you know, organized all of these, you know, is stripper cat ladies, essentially. Like, here you go. <laughs> so so it, the dude prints this off and then hands it to me. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this, dude? Like, I was trying to hand you a win. And you're like, nope, finish the job that you did that I can't take credit for now. And I'm like, come on, man. Like... I'm trying to, like, be the unseen shadow government right now, and you're just, like, putting a direct spotlight on me. Like, come on. You hand them the solution they want, and then they don't even want to do it. It's so it's so bizarre to me. Like, and my significant other was telling me, he's like, stop talking at the meetings. Like, your opinion, don't bring it up. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. As far as you're concerned, you're mute at those meetings. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that makes sense. Because they're not actually asking for solutions at meetings in this industry, like, you know, from what I can tell. They're mostly just sitting there pretending, they're they're playing dress up, essentially. They're like, yeah, we do solutions and things. It's like like a five-year-old playing on like a, like a fake computer. They're like, I'm doing business. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Like, 
hey, wouldn't it be a better idea? And he's like, I can hear your voice in that meeting note. And I'm like, oh, you're right. So the last meeting, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to say nothing. I'm going to do nothing. Um, except, unfortunately, I've put myself in a position where I record all of the meetings. Like, I'm the I'm the unofficial, like, secretary for all of the meeting notes. Because mm-hmm. people can't figure out how to, like, turn on a microphone, I guess. So, unfortunately, like... I've put myself into a position where I have to be at every single meeting, which is uh, really dumb of me, but I did it anyway. And I said nothing the whole meeting. I was like, nope, not going to bring anything up, not going not gonna to suggest anything. And then they said, oh, yeah, so if anybody needs help with any of, you know, and then they listed off like networking or like promotion and advertising. And I'm like, oh, God, who's the dumb bitch that they're going to that they're going to bring up next? And I think you can see where this is going. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, if you need any help with all this stuff that we're technically supposed to do, go ahead and make sure you talk to Riley about it. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I tried for this whole hour-long meeting to not get brought up. And then they noticed that I hadn't brought anything up. And so they were like, oh, yeah, make sure you go to write. And then all the heads turned. And I was like, oh, God. So my significant significant other is listening to this. And he's like, should have sat in the back. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, so... (laughs) If they make an invisibility cloak, that's the first thing I'm buying because they will not let me live in obscurity. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I definitely think that most people are unaware of the politics of this job. Like, it is way, way bigger than people think it is, especially with OnlyFans. Like, are you part of any of the engagement groups? Oh my gosh, yes. I'm on so many. But it's like engagement groups and like why would you just have a thousand people doing paid engagement groups? Like the whole point of engagement groups is to like lift each other up but they're like yeah, I could monetize this. And I'm like, oh god, like that's essentially just like Twitter being like, yeah you can run whatever ad you want but you should probably pay us. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. The politics are really insane. I'm surprised I haven't gotten canceled yet. I hold a lot of like really diametrically opposed views to a lot of sex work. Like uh, one of the previous uh, one of the previous co-hosts I had on here that um, that does not uh, does not care for me. Uh, I have a really extreme stance on like hobos. And it is not popular in our trade. So I'm like, there, there are two schools of thought, essentially, for, like, growing a fan base. It's either, like, agree your way to the top or disagree your way to the top. And I really hadn't thought of either of those until I figured out that, yeah, my view on hobos, definitely not popular. I mean, yeah, I don't think hobos is very much even a popular term. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not popular at all. But I've I've found a lot too, and I mean I won't dive too far into politics because politics and religion are kind of the two big no nos. But politics are so interwoven with sex work and it's like it's it just is so prominent in sex work because I think that generally there aren't very many conservative, like, sex workers, as far as I'm aware. It's, like, a very small minority. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to be when you do sex work because it's already such a liberal thing. Right? Like, it's such a – it's it's almost an oxymoron to be a conservative stripper. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm over here in a red state, like, oh, yeah, like, how could I possibly hold these two views at the same time? But – you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I just wish that there was a better way for people to get out there. And that's what I'm trying to do with this show. So I know it's been a bit uh, bit of time since we plugged it. But the goal of these shows is to show people that, like, all different, all different sex workers with all different views, we can get together. Like, we're still people. Like... I know mm-hmm. I think people people tend to sexualize us a lot, but 
you know, you have your own uh, views and opinions on things. And, you know, like our guest said, like, you're very articulate, you're very funny. And like, you're just like a nice person to chat with. And I think people think like, I don't know, like, I mean, maybe it's not the majority, maybe it's not the majority of people, but it's definitely a vocal minority at the very least that think that, oh, all girls and sex work are just these like brain dead whores. And it's like, well, no, that's just kind of like what people see. So if they had access to like other people that they could be like, hey, like, you know, everybody's an individual and, you know, people like no one's a master at everything, but, you know, you get to see this different side of sex work where it's like, oh, like this girl runs like a catch sanctuary or this girl like is a is a foreign film buff. And it's like it's a whole nother side of people that I don't think people know to look for. Hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah. 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 It's really it's good to show people that like, you know, because I think a lot of clients like forget that we're people and not just like sex robots. <laughs> so it's yeah. good to have like something that shows like, hey, we're actual people. Well, we are running over to that hour mark, so I would like to uh, remind everybody to go check out Miss Ellie Ray on her Twitter. That's going to be at Ellie Ray on Twitter. And uh, if you would like a uh, faster destination to that route, go ahead and head on over to links.rileybird.com, and she'll be under Stereo Guest. So uh, thank you, Miss Ellie Ray, for uh, joining us today on this podcast. It's been a delight. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Have a wonderful day. You too.